Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And welcome along once again to Jumping In here on Max Radio on the Saturday night. And something a little bit different, a rapid change in programming for us after hearing of the very sad news of the death of one of the great titans of modern jazz, the wonderful Wayne Shorter. Yes, Wayne. Often uh, the word legend is bandied around in music circles far too often, but Wayne truly was one. We're just going to give our little tribute over the next hour or so. We could have filled an entire year's full of programmes for his fantastic catalogue. One thing he certainly left was his footprints.
Footprints, a classic Wayne Shorter composition uh, taken there from Adam's Apple, released back in 1966 with what a fantastic group, Herbie Hancock, Reginald Workman and Joe Chambers. And of course, interesting that Wayne was at that time just in the uh, second great Miles Davis quintet and Footprints became a, a, a classic track played on that Miles group for several years thereafter. But uh, well worthwhile digging back into that back catalogue and a personal favourite. Terrific stuff. All about Wayne this evening. Wayne Shorter, who passed away the uh, grand old age, I think, of 89. Don't think he might managed the uh, 90 and was still playing, as far as I'm aware, up until fairly recently. Uh, I know often you'd see him of late and he'd be on stage sitting in a chair. He wouldn't stand throughout, but he'd sit in the chair to blow. But we're still making a fantastic sound with his quartet with uh, Daniel Perez and uh, uh, John Patitucci and uh, Brian Blade on the drums. Had the pleasure of seeing them uh, some years ago. Uh, going back to 1964, of course, he was years with that great proving ground for the Young Lions, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. He had a wonderful tenure there. I think he was the musical director, wrote a lot of the tunes as well for the band, including this one, Hammerhead.
Classic Blakey drum roll to finish Hammerhead, one of the many tunes that Wayne Shorter wrote during his tenure with Art Blakey and his messengers there in 1964 from the great album Free For All, possibly one of the sort of slightly looser or slightly freer, as the name suggests, uh, albums on that hard bop commitment that uh, Blakey had in so many ways. Uh, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Curtis Fuller trombone, Cedar Walton piano, Reggie Workman again bass, Art Blakey of course at the drums and uh, the man of the moment who sadly has just passed away at the wonderful age of 89. A good innings as our dad would have said, Mr Wayne Shorter. 
to carry on doing what you like and doing it well throughout your life and throughout where many people will be happy to sit at home with a book or in front of a television can only be lauded as the way to go, can't it really? And uh, what a fantastic legacy. And by, as you've already heard in the first three tracks, within a case of around about 10 years, he's had uh, been with a great band with Art Blakey. He's been with Miles Davis and a fantastic quartet of his own. You're ahead of yourself. We've only had two tracks. Uh, We have only had two tracks, but there's there's three bands that we've mentioned already. And uh, where did he go next? Well, from 1970 through to 1986, Weather Report, and uh, what a fantastic band that was. And we're going to pick up a track which was in the version two and a half, more of which later. But for the now, here's some elegant people.
a kaleidoscopic band weather report described as jazz rock by many, but I'm not sure that's a fair title because it covered so many different bases. Starting off, uh, the band was originally set up in 1970 by Joe Zavanel and Wayne Shorter, uh, along with Miroslav Vitus on bass. By the time we got to Black Market, this track Elegant People, one of uh, Wayne's compositions, was uh, the band had moved on already had a different bass player Alfonso Johnson and Chester Thompson on drums and on Black Market Alfonso was joined by the new upstart Jaco Pastorius on bass which took the band in a further direction but they're lovely stuff Lovely stuff indeed, and yeah, I mean, talk about being in some of the best bands of all time. Weather Report, hugely successful, massive crossover band, attracting all sorts of audiences, playing huge sellout halls and venues to people who weren't really jazzers, weren't really rockers. They just had this whole sort of new, as you say, jazz rock sort of vibe going on, which crossed into, yeah, all sorts of spheres. I'm going back a bit before that, but when it was another band, which again was dominating the jazz world, the second great Miles Davis quintet, Miles on trumpet, Wayne on tenor, Herbie piano, Ron Carter bass, Tony Williams drums. This is Orbits.
Wonderful stuff. Orbits from uh, one of my favourite albums from the second great Miles Davis quintet, Miles Smiles. Not something he did a great deal of, if I'm honest. He is just about on the front cover with a... I think it's the smile, isn't it? Yeah, it could be. Or he could have just hit someone. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, great stuff. Uh, wonderful track written by Wayne, of course, and a relatively short one. I was going to play something from Live at the Plug Nickel, but, of course, they're all 14, 15-minute tracks, and we want to get as much in as we can. Uh, wonderful from his time with the quintet, of course, before we went on. And mostly then, I think, his next great call to fame with Weather Report, as we're hearing. But uh, that one, Miles on trumpet, Wayne on tenor, and writer of that track, Herbie Hancock, piano, Ron Carter, bass, and driving along brilliantly. I just love that symbol work from Tony Williams. Well, I've got no reason to leave that band for my next choice either. And, in fact, take us to uh, the recording in June 1967 for an album that came out in 68 and was, in fact, the last all-acoustic album that Miles did himself. This is written by Wayne, of course, Nefertiti, the title track of the album, and uh, interesting how it played. It started in a session. Tio Massaro, the uh, famed producer, had learned in Miles' sessions particularly to roll tape early and try and catch rehearsals and take and first takes as well as the final session and in the case of this they were trying out a new 16 bar tune by Shorter and uh, tugging and pulling at the tune but they kept repeating it over and over it never went off into a more standard format of soloing over the harmony and going through it at the end of the session you can hear the group laughing and Miles says hey man why do we just make that a tune just playing the melody and not play the solos and William says right that's what we've been doing and Hancock says well that's what I've been thinking about and Davis that's it right and Two more sessions later, having added a large drum section in the middle and having discussed how it felt a bit like a bolero, a modern jazz bolero, Nefertiti was the result. Thank you. 
fantastic stuff, obviously. That classic second Miles Quintet and uh, the wonderful Wayne Shorter, who was the main composer throughout his own albums, of course, but also very strong along with Miles. Terrific stuff. It is jumping in, Chris and H, with you, celebrating the man, the life, the music that was Wayne Shorter. Have you ever heard him interviewed? He seemed to be on a slightly different level somehow, in a very nice way, but on a different level in any case. Maybe that's the way your mind works when you're that talented. I don't know. As well as his brilliant bands with, of course, his own quartet with the Miles Davis Quintet we've been hearing with Weather Report, guested with all sorts of other people, uh, none more effective than my mind. I love this one for ages. It was a live concert with Michel Petrucciani on piano, Jim Hall on guitar, really intimate little trio setting in a live uh, concert, I think it was at Montreux from memory off the top of my head and uh, the album was called Power of Three on Blue Note and this is a Wayne Shorter track, Limbo Thank you. 
fades into the next track a little at two foot for you there so first off limbo from the wonderful power of three album recorded live at the Montreux jazz festival on july the 14th 1986 with wayne in the wonderful company of jim hall on guitar and michel Petrucciani. sadly neither them with us anymore let's hope they have a holy trinity somewhere in a jazz club wherever they may be that'd be a nice gig to go and get catch soon for a cup of tea wouldn't it and then fading straight into a track from what was billed as a milestone event in jazz saxophone legend wayne shorter's first live album ever footprints live with the last great band or quartet he had together at least his own quartet Danilo Perez on piano John Patitucci on bass Brian Blade at the drums and we heard Sanctuary just about to fade into Mascalero there there's one later live recording which we'll bring to you on another show of course we've only just barely scratched the surface of a fantastic career lasting more than 70 years professionally performing covering all kinds of bases his time with uh, both Lee Morgan and uh, also with Horace Silver we didn't touch on the year plus he spent touring with Santana but he did go and do guest spots on various different albums none less more uh, none less interesting than with Steely Dan Steely Dan had had various jazz saxophonists and guitarists and drummers feature with him on their albums earlier on but when they came around to Asia they were looking for something different their producer went to visit uh, Wayne's producer to see if he could ask him to come along and he said well I'll see I've been talking to him I'll see if I can get a meeting for you by the time he got the meeting he went along to find that the actual record producer who had the label that uh, Steely Dan were on had already asked him to feature on the album and Wade had turned it down flat so he had to take a different tack and say I found a really interesting project I wonder if you'd like to do a little session for me I can't remember the name of the band well, he got him to come along. He spent 35 minutes in the studio, got the track down, and uh, said, really cool band, I quite like this, and <laughs> left alone. And uh, there's a piece that he recorded in an interview back in 2013 with the New York Times where they asked him, Mr. Shorter, what, what would you say jazz means to you? And he says, I dare you. We'll leave you with Steely Dan and Asia. Rest easy, Wayne. God bless.
the hill.